three, two, one. Sober in the States football. Here are your hosts, the Taco Slayer Jorge and MLS card guy, Chris. Welcome back to another Sober in the States episode. Orlando City is massive. Chris, how you doing? I think that's it. I think we just cut the show there. We've we've done enough. That's literally all I had written down. I just wanted uh, that, to come on. That here. was the show notes. So. I, I just wanted to come on and say Orlando City is massive because we're going to win the MLS Cup, and that's it. I just want to say hi, bye, show my face, hello, and uh, see you. You know, if you ain't first, you're last, and you still ain't first yet. So No, but we are second in the Supporter Shield, we're second in the East, and we're just... Uh, Not first. Hey, first is the worst, second is the best. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. just not true. Because mm-hmm. oh. we're all in kindergarten or first grade again. Let's go! Holy smokes, Chris. Another weekend of MLS has come and gone. But guess what? There's a quick turnaround and is. another midweek. So rest in peace, your showwear lineups, because rotation is just rude. We get more midweek munchies. It's great. Um, but also munchies. rotation, which is not great. But also, it's the playoff stretch. So maybe there won't be that much rotation. But also, Ooh. these teams have played so many games in a row that they like have to rotate at some point. Can I just say that Setting my silver lineups last night was probably the most that I have struggled in a long time. Because even with League's Cup, I know people were like wishy-washy and a lot of goalkeeper rotation screwed people a lot in the beginning. But it was not as bad as I think it feels like now or we're all too much in our own heads and we're, we, just, we just feel like we got it and there's congestion and rotation and we all feel like that we have a handle where we're just kind of confusing ourselves. And uh, it was not fun at all. But it is what it is. Hey, there's some opportunity, right? You hit all five. You already automatically have a chance to uh, yeah. maybe pull out a little something. But don't get it twisted because uh, for those players that play all of Silver and not just the MLS or the Americas, Champions League is starting right now. In the fact, Champions. we are the time. We have to sing the theme song every time we say the champion. <laughs> every time we see Champions League. Well, good thing. The champions. <laughs> well, now I know I'm never going to say it again. And we love y'all so much that guess what? We could be watching some great CL football. <laughs> see what I did there? And all right, go ahead. The CL. <laughs> we could be watching that right now, but instead we're hanging out here talking together for you to consume later on because we just love the MLS like that, and it's going to be awesome. But before we get into it, there's a lot going on. Okay, we're going to get through this weekend slate. We're going to do something a little different. We're going to preview the midweek. <gasps> give you, oh, I know. Confusing. I'm going to stumble over my words a lot. I'm not. Preview? Yeah, dude. Preview? You, know what? you know what? We're out here. We're innovate. We're trying to, we're trying new things. If y'all, if y'all, whoever's listening, and I don't know, I don't check the numbers because I just don't care. This is because this is fun for me. Okay. Listen up, St. Croix. Yeah. Whoever. Let yeah. us know. Let us know. Come reply. Come hang out with us. Slide into our DMs. Let us know what you want to hear, what you don't want to hear. What is annoying? Am I annoying? Tell me to shut up. I don't know. I don't care. I just want to hang out and talk to y'all. Shout out all of y'all listening. And by the way, don't forget, we do have the Silver in the States private league going on right now, That's which true. which will be rewarding up near the top because I'm still going to buy some more here in the next week and announce that for you guys. There is an Aaron Long. We love our Aaron Longs. 
There is yeah. a Jassy Zardes who, uh, I don't know, will continue to play in the MLS again at some point. Maybe Austin? Hello? And I'm throwing in there Facundo Torres, which is the GOAT right now. He is finding right incredible now, form. He's hot. He's doing what it is. He is hot. Is we will be, be keeping him until he no longer is hot, and then we will be giving him away. Exactly. Until then, That's he's sitting in my gallery, not doing much because I'm afraid to prioritize him right now. Anyway. So you said there's there's... We don't want you guys to forget about the league, but there is one person we want to forget about the league, and his name is Hoodwink. Yikes. Because I don't know how he's cheating, but he's cheating. He's in fifth right now, and I know that that's not holding. I just, I know it. It's not, it's not going to happen. See, you're going to, so you're going to come in here and talk smack to Hoodwink, but over here coming in third place in the league last week, racking in 390 Yeah, he cheated. Oh, yeah? He has Carlos Hill. Is that cheating? Yes. Oh, Carlos Hill and Cucho Hernandez. That's not fair. Okay. Well, I, listen, I can't do that. Listen, I don't know. Chris is just like chatting to me on the side, sending me some chats. Said apparently Hoodwink's not allowed to win any rewards. I don't know. Take that up with Chris, not me. I didn't say that. Love you. <sighs> don't forget about a private league. Show us your lineups because I put up a complete stinker. Look at that. Look at that. Lovely. Mm. He took out Patrick. Patrick Schulte. Love <laughs> the shout. Yeah. You know, I just. We're not going to talk about that. We're just going to take this off the screen uh, because you want to talk about Patrick Schulte. We're going to hop right in. Four, three, Orlando. <laughs> what a, Four, what a game. Orlando City, Columbus crew. Not just saying this because I am an Orlando fan, but yes, I'm saying this because I am an Orlando fan. This is probably the game of the year. Chris, did you watch any of this game? Did you go back and watch the highlights once you saw this scoreline? Absolutely not. I was at a wedding, so mm-hmm. I feel like I get a pass for that. And also, we have games, like, every weekend again. So, yeah. I didn't see any highlights, but, my God, 4-3. Diego Rossi on the score sheet. Facundo Torres subs in. Still comes up with a goal, because my man has the goods. Uh, and Gulo gotten on the score sheet. That's good for me, too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it it looks like it was a, it was a crazy game. Let me Explain paint, it to me. Let me paint this picture for you, right? It's the 71st minute, all right? 71st minute. The game's coming to a close. It's hot. We're tired. Tired legs. We make some substitutions. The scoreline is 3-1 Columbus. Yeah. In the 71st minute, okay? In 27 minutes. Didn't stay that way. Did not stay that way because in the last 27 minutes of this game, Orlando City managed to come back, and granted, two of them were just set piece and corners and just Columbus, just pure inability to clear a ball out of the box that fell to Ramiro Enrique twice in a row. Wow. Came down to the last ball, the last play of the game, last ball into the box. And it just happens to fall to the feet of Ramiro Enrique, who gets it done in the most incredible scenes. Exploria was electric. Everything was electric. Wow. Incredible, incredible scenes. Orlando city is massive. We have said it. Do you think Orlando City could make a run? Absolutely for the not. No, nope. absolutely All right. not. All right, this no show's chance. canceled. All right, it's over. We're not even. We're not even going to talk about that. Come on. No chance. Come on. Come on. Just, just a teeny bit. No chance. No chance. Okay. All right. Well, you're wrong. So. <laughs> you're wrong what a game we've said it we've said it we've said it we've said it columbus is questionable defensively but they will outscore you on any night uh the chance that your team good. the chance yeah. that your team outscores them on a random saturday or a wednesday not very likely uh 
playoffs. Fair. Yeah, It'll different story. Give me this matchup in the playoffs again, and it will be insane. Really? You'd want this matchup in the playoffs? No, because I would be- want to avoid Columbus if it were me. I mean, if we're going to make MLS Cup, we'll probably have to face them eventually. Because right now, Columbus is up there with. I don't know, though, because like the way that that works, right? When you score a lot of goals, if it's if it's not your night and you just hit the post a few times and you can't play defense, you lose and you're out. That's true. But if it is your night, you're going to beat anybody. So it's like you don't want to play that team. But at the same time, like the odds of you actually seeing that team like deep in the playoffs are probably pretty small. Well, I agree with that. This Columbus team has proven that they have no problem scoring goals. Yeah. So that's exactly. not that's not an issue for them. The issue is other teams being able to outscore them. Right. But there's been two games this season, obviously. The first one was like a 3-3 draw. Same thing. Columbus went up early, defensively again. And then we got a 4-3 now. If this was in the playoffs, like, dude, it'd be it'd be incredible scenes. It would be stressful. But I have faith because we've shown it twice now that we can come back against Columbus. But this Columbus team is incredibly fun. Don't get it twisted. It was a loss is a loss. It happens. Happens a lot to this Columbus team from winning positions, but it is what it is. And uh, yeah, Orlando City's massive. I'm just going to keep repeating that. This is my episode to do it, and you cannot get upset because I don't think anybody could deny how incredible that match was. I can't deny the matchup. I can't deny that you're in first place because you are not in first place. So, uh, yeah, no, no. Since, since trying to shoot holes, I'd, I'd much rather, you're right now, you're playing Nashville. I'd much rather play Nashville. Honestly, nobody wants to play first because whoever ends up first in the East is most likely going to face this uh second team that we're going to talk about here because atlanta united <laughs> oh. uh. okay 5-2 miami right and we're not i'm not yeah. gonna spend a lot of time here because i'm tired Oof. of talking about miami and this is our time florida is purple no messy it's not no party okay yes yeah is. first of all do you, do you understand how hard this match was for me okay like I've been wanting There's to watch no Inter Miami. No, there is no winners here for me. There's no winners for you. Watching Inter Miami go down finally was incredible. Being at the hands of the thrashing of the complete murder of Inter Miami by Atlanta United hurts my soul a little bit, but I will tip my hat out to those in the ATL because incredible, incredible scene. You love to you see. You want to know why that hurts your soul? Why? Because Atlanta's hot, and they coming. Dude. They're trucking now. Atlanta, Atlanta at the Watch beginning out. was nothing to bat an eye at. Now Atlanta's a little worrying. Yakamakis, Almada, all these new additions. Silva right here doesn't really show up on so rare, but when you watch him on the pitch, boy, it is a sight to see. Incredible. My player of the game is Kamal Miller, who scored a 1.4. You love to which see Which is it. very difficult to do. Like, you can be bad enough to just get a bunch of decisive downs and get zeros, but to actually still have a point, that's hard. Like, hey. That's real hard. Hey, Kamal Miller. Somebody hit threshold because Kamal Miller got 1.4 points. I guarantee <laughs> it. Listen, Kamal Miller is class. Unfortunately, he plays for the wrong team. But he used to play for the right team. It is great because of any player that you want to play in Inter Miami, it would be Kamal Miller, who has played every single game. Yeah. Nonstop. Hasn't missed. No rotation. His scores are great. He puts up good scores. And this one is incredible. 1.4. No, it's incredible for cat loads, though. You love. There you go. You love to. There's always see a positive. It. You love There's to see it. That one point is the greatest thing that could have happened because Kamal Miller, 100%. Go get your Kamal Millers. It's a good play. And his cat is now 
looking a little bit prettier. Moving on. He's still looking out for us. Moving there on to Philly and Cincinnati. Jose Martinez. Have bangers only. Yeah. Bangers only. And Chris, tell me this. Is Jack McGlynn finally a safe-ish play in this team? Yes. Yes, he is. Because isn't Leon Flockhart? Uh, I think that's who it was, yes. Yes. Uh, if Leon Flock is not playing, Jack McGlynn's a 100% starter because they basically split time. And Jack McGlynn's left foot is like the second best left foot in MLS behind a certain young man in South Beach. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, Jack McGlynn is fantastic, and I will back him all the time, no matter what. Yep. It was. And I think that's – I'm not even a big fan of Leon Flock, to be fair. I'm not either. I think he's good, but he's not Jack McGlynn good. So I'm, I, this is actually kind of a good thing that he got hurt for Philly. I love it. We, we've mentioned it before, how he's one of the guys that you want to play, but you can't always really trust it in that rotation. Guys like Schaffenberg, same thing. cap modes for me. But lately, like killing. it is all in Jack McGlynn right now. That is that mm-hmm. is what you should be saying. If you own a Jack McGlynn, you should be all in right now because he is performing at a level, getting those decisives for you. And it is great to see Cincy. I don't know, man. They were running away with it. Now, all of a sudden, getting a little questionable. But Well, no. like Let's let's call this what it is. Lucho Acosta didn't play this game, and they sure. still tied one of the best teams in the league. But it was a comeback. It was away, right? Wasn't this in Philly? Uh, uh, I don't know. I think it was no, away. I don't know. No? I, hey, Sober Data, you should tell us if it's home or away or not. I really don't know. Is I'm voting away, but uh, that's just me. I, I have no actual inside information. And yes, we could Google it. We hear you, but we're not going to <laughs> no, because we're not. we don't care that much. Mm, um, but yeah, let's like Lucho Acosta is the MVP. No doubt about it. He is the most valuable player. He like moves the attack forward and they still get a draw against one of the best teams in the league. Like this is such a good sign for me for Cincinnati going into the playoffs. No, it's good. It's good. It really Love is. It. And it's a comeback win too. build that confidence a little bit. And either way, they could afford to lose these. They're running away with the support of shield race. They're like still eight <laughs> points in the lead. Eight points. Yep. They're they're just fine. They... Says the guy in second. Oh, yeah. Lose as many as you want. You're running <laughs> away with it. <laughs> no, no. Don't worry, bro. Take some time off, bro. We're not going to catch you. <laughs> no, Don't worry dude. about it. Dude, reverse psychology, bro. Make make, make him You're feel comfortable. Make him feel. No. Yeah, I know. But yeah, it's, it's just not going to happen. You know who's really not going to catch him, though, at this rate? The battle of the coachless. <laughs> Ooh. 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 Too soon? Too soon? Ooh. Ooh. Not too soon. Let's let's hound a New England oh, for this one. Man. But yet, Carlos Hill still gives Hoodwink a freaking 90. What is this? Like, I feel like if you lose to Colorado, every player on that team should get zeros. That's how this should work. You know? Like, until we put Messi on that team next year, call every if you lose to Colorado, you get zeros. Every single one of you. Not only that, but their one goal came from a defender, which uh, you don't ever like to see. Uh, look. Not, a, not just a defender. Omar Gonzalez. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Vintage MLS right there for anybody who has been following the league for a while. There you have it. Look. On the can... flip side, for Colorado, Massive. Keegan Rosenberry, back. Love it. Uh, and Cole Bassett, also underrated play. I was playing him in cap mode, and he, he banged. Hey, so, at least they stay yeah. consistent. Kevin Cabral still has done nothing. That is, uh, he is very consistent. A yes. for effort. Hey, I didn't say he had to be consistently great. He's just consistent. You know what I'm saying? Look, it is what it is. it is. Don't take away much from this. New England is, I feel so sorry for that organization because it is just a disaster. And the Colorado Rapids, 
are just swinging for the fences. So it is what it is. Another game, though, that we all kind of saw coming. El Trafico, which, yeah. which mm-hmm. poor little old me on the East Coast late night MLS chaos fell asleep after halftime. <laughs> because I am a sleepy boy and it is hard to stay up for these 1030 matches sometimes, especially El Trafico, which doesn't even start till like 11. Yeah. Here's what? the story for this one. Yes. Okay. Give it to me. I, I know there were I know that it was four to two and I know this was El Trafico. Can you tell me the name of the young fella in goal for LAFC? Who started this Cray. game? Cray pose back. All right. Finally, he's back. All right. Dude. We're here. Max I got my my Aaron Long Maxi Crew post stack is ready to go, baby. Ooh. It's a capped monster. Oh. Man, Maxime Crepo is back. Not necessarily the way you want to receive him back, but These games he are is always indeed back. Scoring, though. I know. It is what it is. If you're if you're looking at El Trafico, you play your attackers and you try yes. to stay away from the defenders because you're always going to get this They're chaos. They're going to attack each other. Yeah. They, they don't believe in playing defense against each other. And... Okay, because clearly I watched one of these games, fell asleep to the other ones. If you are listening to this, in the comments, on Twitter, whatever it is, let us know what was the game of the night. Did El Trafico once again take the game of the weekend as it always does, or was Orlando City and Columbus the game of the weekend? Let us know. It was Orlando. Let's go. You're only saying that because I'm here. (gasps) Anyway, like I said, we're going to run through these because we have so much to talk about, and there's a lot more games coming. But El Trafico, crazy as always. LAFC, hey, is LAFC back? Are their woes over? Are they going to come back and finish the season strong? Mm, no, nope. I'm not sold yet. Crepo's back. I mean, that's a, good, back. that's a good stop. That does a that's lot. That's a good stop. Cre- and Palacios. Don't forget Palacios. You got, you, you got to imagine that Crepo is now going to at least win them one or two games. They probably wouldn't yeah. have won with John McCarthy. And that right. makes a difference at the end of the season. And it's not like, I mean, they're in second. Like, it's not like... yeah. They're like losing by a lot. No, but their they form has hand drastically and, dropped. They, are they have not, a game in hand of their six points behind St. Louis for first place. Like, come on. They're not invincible but right now is what I'm saying. They were like, had they lost this game, they would have been like in a fight for just to make the playoffs. Also, the other thing this does is almost eliminate LA Galaxy from contention, which is, I'm sure they would love that. Which continue to deal with injuries. It's just sad to see they're just dropping yeah. like flies. Over there in Carson, you hate to see it. Speaking of dropping like flies, Dallas won, Seattle Sounders won. Paul Ariola is back, Ugh. and just like that, but he's went down bad. again and could potentially be hurt again. Poor, he poor went Paul. off, tried to come back, tried to play through it, and could not. Poor Paul, indeed, because I bought him for this weekend. Actually, yeah, I. I bought him. The pick scores popped up on Silver Data. He was like a triple A or a double A. He looked nice. I needed a forward. Threw up a 60. He did. He and did. His, he did. His L10 points. was like a 30 something. Yeah, no. He just subbed a couple of times. It did. It did kind of work out. I lost a reward last minute thanks to Opta in my oh. cat mode. It sucked the C, but I can't keep up with these European teams. And now he went down Ooh, again. But Opta. I did buy a Jersey Mint Limited. For like seven bucks, which was nice. I don't know who was getting rid of that. So if you're interested in that, let me know. We might be able to trade something. I might be able is to go. Is it a DC or is it a Dallas? No, it's a Dallas. Dallas jersey. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. Hey, someone's out there. Shout out. Okay. Shout, shout out Jerm and all those people. So if you want it, let me know. I'm not. I'm not mean. I'll let it go easily. Don't worry. I won't. Uh, 
I won't hold I'll it. I'll give you from 30 you. bucks for it. <laughs> One ETH um, only, nerd. Also, Reed Baker Whiting also played, which is cool. He's been a big prospect for a while. Yes. I don't know if he's been playing consistently, but he got an assist, so good for him. I don't know, but I keep hearing his name being thrown around. Uh, he's been a big prospect in like the U.S. national team setup. Uh, is that what it stuff, is? So. Yeah, I don't. I didn't know he was playing, which is cool. He is playing. He is. Yeah. Let's see here. He's been playing. He's been playing a good bit. He started yeah, twice. Hey, at least he's subbing in. At least that's always a good sign. Yeah, <laughs> it's an even worse sign when they don't even get the sub in. So, uh, there you go. Is that is that like a play? I mean, you might know. You might know. Is that a play for next year? Maybe is there that possibility? Yeah. Or oh yeah, I think I think it's a low risk like for the future type move. Hey, and you know we love those on this show. Oh, yeah. we. I think I have like six of them. Love them. Speaking of loving them, we love the Vancouver Whitecaps on this show. Who? Yes, we do. Got it done in Canada against Toronto. Toronto. Oh, Toronto. Toronto, Toronto. More like like Toronto. No. (laughs) This is incredible. Like, they have Insigne, Bernadeschi, and like, still like other player. Like, I don't. What a what 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 I don't know what I don't know, and you know what the worst part is is that like it's not like they're not producing, like you get yeah. production from Bernadeschi, like Insigne will show up with a goal, like Osorio dominates the midfield still. Michael Bradley is playing center back. <laughs> that like that, that might be it. That actually I don't think anybody it. likes. That. That's the reason why. But let's use blessing at center back, and we'll be okay. Hey, it's a versatile player if I've ever seen one. Way to go, Vancouver Whitecaps, who we said. They're on a seven-game road street, road trip. They're not going to be able to get it done. Chris, I think they're getting it done. They're getting it done. Ryan Raposo is that guy. Ryan Gold's also really Brian good. Brian White is that guy. The guy who I like, I can't wrap my head around trusting because I know what no. how I know how it can be. Right? I've seen I've seen the bad side, but I still don't trust. He, he just keeps doing it this year. I don't he believe he just you. keeps doing it. He keeps doing it. Richie Larea also coming back to uh. I love that. I love that. I will admit that Reggie Larea is one of the guys that I am considering for next year in rare. I think a little bit of time in the system, a little preseason, a little bit, a little something, something. I think Richie Larea, like we said before, in that Gressel role uh, could be huge for this team. So we'll, 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 we'll see, we'll see where that goes. Congratulations to the Vanny Sartinis. You love to see it. San Jose too. Real Salt Lake won. The also, woes continue. Hold on. One more thing Whoa. about Vancouver. Whoa. Yes. Whoa, we're f- we're in a home playoff spot right now in Vancouver. Like, what? Hmm. What the heck? <laughs> okay, sorry. Right. I just noticed that and I had to throw that in. There hey, hey, that's wild. Hey, we love it. We support toughest place to play in North America. We support the Vanny Sartinis. Okay. We do. We we do support almost the... as much as the Ben Olsons, who they would play in the first round and who they play this weekend but we'll get to that oh <laughs> we will get or to that midweek. but real quick san jose two real salt lake one the woes continue yeah. for real salt lake ever since ruiz went down they just haven't been able to get it done arango continues to score as he does but it wasn't enough mm-hmm. for this because christian espinoza is also incredibly good and it was san jose's night which it isn't always yeah. It is a battle no. of the uh, somethings. And I thought it was interesting that Nico Tsar- Sarkis, or however you say his name, and Cade Cowell started together. Ooh. That's, that's fun. There you go. Um, but yeah. I don't know. I don't really I, know. I'm a big Jamiro Montero guy. 
You know, I was too. I was just actually does not get assists or goals. It's just like if you just get one, like you're in great shape, dude. I mean, he started this season off, or this I think it was this season where he started off really strong, but it just his, yeah. his scores have kind of been just hurt. dropped off. And yeah, I don't, yeah he's I don't been know. Hurt. I was actually looking at him the other day, but he's also getting older too, and it's a That's true. Yeah, it's a little questionable, and uh, you know, it is what it is. Two teams, you know, we get what we get. Speaking of, we'll get hype here. The Ben Olsons. The fighting Ben Olsons. Let's go. When? When? Corey Baird, baby. Oh, I told you. I've been telling you. I've been saying it. You refuse to believe me. Chris, are you on the Corey Baird train yet? Absolutely not. No chance. I'm on the Artur train, though. He was good in Columbus, and him and Hector Herrera are a heck of a midfield with the bossy. Like, so, that's a heck of a midfield right there. And Karaskia? Do not, do not, do not. Karaskia is good, too. Karaskia He's is got great. great hair, and I always know where he is on the field. You gotta He's love like that. Uh, Axel Witzel. I yes. always know where that guy is on the field. It's, it's either that or the guys that wear, like, very bright neon shoes, like boots. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I love it when they have, like, bright highlighter yellow boots on. Because I'm like, I know exactly where you are the entire time. And there's a lot of bodies and limbs in the box. It's easy to tell who scored that goal with a... Nice shiny yeah. boot. The Ben Olsons continue That's to do, why they do that. Corey Baird. Klaus is back. Klaus is back, back. This is three decisives in like three games, I think, since he's been Ugh. back. I think immediately came back, started Make doing it up. again. St. Louis. Wow, St. Louis. St. Louis I and did, the Ben I just, Olsons. I, I don't think we've we've talked enough about St. Louis this year because we're just like, yeah, they'll fade. They'll fade. We're like, They've got five games left, man. Like, they're not fading. Listen. You know? I, I like, lo- they're not going anywhere. They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to have a home game in the playoffs. Like, after after watching St. Louis a little bit more since, like, we started doing this and going, wow, I really haven't watched St. Louis this year. They're a good team. They will they will choke yeah. you out, and they will, yeah, they will press you into the ground unless you're the Ben Olsons. We talked about them being Red Bulls-esque, though. Yes. Right? Like, yes. But better. Do we think they can actually make a run in the playoffs? I don't know. We'll it's see. crazy to say that about a number one seed, like running away with the number one seed. But like, it's a legitimate question, I feel like. And I feel like if you are European and maybe you don't pay as, as much attention to this league, you might just go, oh, I want a playoff stack. I'll get either St. Louis or Cincinnati. Like, don't get St. Louis. Right. Because I like I could see them being one and done. But I could also see them like, I mean, I've called them falling off all year and they just haven't done it. So maybe they just like, win mls in their first year and it's just like it, it really is that easy i don't know well that's like and we kind of said it when we were talking about columbus too where it's like when you i don't want to say like gimmicky because that's not the right word but when like there's like a specific way that your team is successful system assist yeah specific system where like it only yeah. works in one specific way and it has to like run perfectly that way in a playoff game in a one game knockoff which it isn't anymore in the fir- at least in the first rounds but later on if they want to make a run it's one of those things where everything has to hit and everything has to go right for you to be successful. Right. And can't really count on that when uh, putting NFTs on the line or, you know, <laughs> you know, I can't put my 65 cent limited guard on the line for this. No, it is too risky. You just can't do it. But I don't doubt that St. Louis push comes to shove. If they they're going to have home games, that's another thing in this playoff format, especially in the first round, they should be easily easily be able to dominate those games at home and maybe make a run unless they run into the Ben Olsons who apparently have an idea on how to get by them. Mm-hmm. Just draw them. You want to know, you want to know though, do you want to know who is not good? The Hudson River Derby. Oh God. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, buddy, Yikes. the Hudson River Derby. Oof. I don't even feel bad Team that we haven't talked. Going off hurt. Okay. Come on. Okay. 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 I'm gonna. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get really seriously with you here. I want to get real serious, real close, right? I want. I want. I want. I want to lean in right here and tell you, and ask you. Actually, I want to ask you. Do you know who bought the Keaton Parks rare before the weekend? No. It was me. Why would you do that? <laughs> the kids had enough struggles on his own. Why would you do that to him? Because the scores are nice. And they're they're mid. They they are very consistent across the board. And I'm slowly starting to build out something. And I was like, you know what? As I accumulate these rares for next year, because I'm focusing on next year, I'm gonna get some guys in that middle of the park, maybe maybe potentially squeeze middle in one threshold. I do see what you did there. And I loved every second of it. But yeah, I don't know. I was looking for consistency, planning on next year. And immediately, immediately after I buy him, he goes down. So that is my fault. I apologize. These teams are bad. I don't even want to talk to him. Hudson River Derby. More like Hudson River at the bottom. (laughs) Charlotte and DC. Just like Titanic. (laughs) Oh, a little too soon. Oh, oh, Charlotte and DC Charlotte with DC. another. That was an exciting zero zero draw. Oh man, with another exciting zero zero draw with the lovely ninety two points for Christian Kalina on the clean sheet. You love to see it, Charlotte DC. I would call this. Um... I would call this a Miami win. Is what I would call it. Actually, you know what was a Miami win? This Miami entire needs weekend. both these teams to, to draw. This entire weekend because uh, none yeah. of the teams above them. Well, other them. than the actual Miami game, which, you know. Yeah, geez. it doesn't even matter. It literally doesn't even matter. They barely lost anything. But Charlotte, D.C., you get what you got. A whole lot of nothing. That's what you get. Donovan Pines. Donovan Pines. The, the so rare unicorn strikes again. I still don't think he should ever see an MLS field, but. He just keeps putting up 80s and 90s. So I'm telling you, what man, you know? refuse to believe it. As a DC fan, know? you refuse to believe it. But I mean, big. I he, you know how there's some guys like we talked about the dude from Atlanta who's like he had a 35, but you were like, well, actually on the field, like you can see the impact. Right. This is the opposite of that. Or like <laughs> Pines has an 80, but it's like, well, he also is like responsible for the three own goals that we scored that that like don't get counted and like all kinds of like positional mistakes all the time like he's just not good hey at least you know? at least he's finding the back of the net tomato he's tomato i don't know i don't know he's not good he's just six eight but he'll win you some rewards and for us and so rare in the states he is good chris your biases i don't know whatever you're not wrong but you're wrong is what i'm saying you know what else is wrong three three nil nils in the mls it is oh. just wrong it feels wrong doesn't feel right chicago fire in montreal what i would like to call battle of the mids because yeah both... this was another this was another miami win here yep 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 it's a battle Big of the time. mids. both montreal and chicago um, who kai shows... kamara forgot to score late as he's know? about to break the record i know like that's this is set up perfectly for him to go and steal three points when they have no business stealing any points they're just they're just not consistent. When when Montreal and Chicago Fire, you watch them sometimes, and you're like, oh, like look at those scores. If you look at the scores on the screen, if you're watching on YouTube, there are some nice scores, which means they did some cool stuff on the field. It just wasn't their night. It wasn't falling in. This could have easily been three three. It could have easily been one nil. It was just as easily zero zero because these teams are mid AF. George Campbell, the greatest. There you Next. Go. 
George Campbell, the greatest. There you go. Minnesota United, zero. Sporting Kansas City, one. Once again, once again, Sporting Kansas City continues to show that, hey, don't count them out. There is something there. Resigning Alan Polito, as we have talked about on this show, said, hey, I think we should take a second look at Alan Polito. Well, Sporting Kizzy, Sporting Kitties, Sporting Kansas City did just that. They gave Alan Polito a second and look and said, promptly hey, put up a 37. Yeah, bro, sign a brand new contract, get that new money. Now he doesn't Guess have to what? try anymore. Exactly. Once you get there, he got the job he wanted. All of a sudden, that was it. Reynoso. Reynoso continues to do everything he could possibly do to be involved in every single pass and every single play that Minnesota United creates. They just couldn't get it done. They you know who did done. get it done? Who Timmy got it done? Mulia. Timmy? T- Timmy Meals is back. And SKC, don't look now. But SKC's one point from the playoff line. Oh, yeah. They they got some issues with like Dallas having two games in hand on them. But my, oh my, they're getting close. Couple more wins, and we'll be talking about SKC. Hey, hey, I've I've been I've been saying it about about both of these teams, but a little bit more recently, Sporting Kansas City, where there is something there, and it's getting kind of cool but then again at the at the end of the day the western conference is the western conference and you don't know what you're going to get it's going to come down decision day and anything's going to happen some teams are going to fall out some teams are going to fall in some teams are going to crawl in i don't know but we'll get there and Dallas is probably going to crawl in some implications of that we're here in the battle of the jolly green giants all right they sell Ooh, green beans they that's sell a peas. great name for this game yes can we submit that to official MLS media? Yes. Well, we'll leave that to you. But uh, yeah. Austin, Portland, 2-1. Portland wins again. Port- Evander. What the heck? What the heck's going on in Portland? I will tell you that Evander. I guess Gio Savarisi just needed needed to be let go. And maybe, now maybe. all of a sudden Felipe Moore is the second coming of Diego Chara. You could say Evander Not got Diego tired Chara. of the slander. Dude. Oh. <laughs> and decided okay. to start playing again. And the Chars are back, man. Dude, are the Chars ever going to retire? No. That's Yumi, though. Where, where's the other Chara? Probably suspended. Y- Yumi's, like, younger. Significantly yeah. younger. Where's Diego? Diego is, like, 38 or 39. Oh, he wasn't even in the squad, which means he was probably suspended for something. Because if if anybody knows Diego Chara, he most likely did something he wasn't supposed to. And uh, he, he had the MLS record for red cards, like, a decade ago. The career record. Yeah, he has the career record for fouls i think too yeah. now or yellow cards or i don't know this guy all of them probably all of them you want to talk about master of the dark arts it is diego charo mls legend of the dark arts austin still bad portland new coach bump told you evander's getting tired of the slander all of a sudden he's playing he's playing well is evander becoming actually ask this is evander a guy you're gonna look at next year mm. because he has one year under his belt he has the one yeah. MLS, the da- the extra time David Goss theorem. We always say, yeah, well, we always say, like, give him some time because, like, MLS travels totally different. Like, eh, it's three good games in a row, so I'm not ready to just, like, all in. But that price is kind of kind of juicy for the AA potential that you get. Mm-mm, starting to get a little spicy. Yeah. Little, little spicy. It's something to think about with the Portland Timbers. So- He's only 25. He is only 25. But 
it is what it is. MLS chaos ensues. But after all that chaos, and you keep bringing it up, how Miami won multiple games without actually winning their game. Chris, yeah. Chris, 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 can you update us on the standings in the MLS? Let us know where we're at. Who has a shot? Who is not? Who is about to get eliminated looking at you, LA? So it looks like Orlando is still not in first place. It's our first update. Um, That's just rude. Cincinnati still has the upper hand by multiple points. The exact number is eight. Wow. Uh, New England has fallen down to third, which doesn't really surprise me. Can they hold on to a home playoff game? It's going to be a good question. Because um, I think Columbus and Atlanta are coming. They're trucking. You know, they're coming full speed. And I think one of them is going to catch New England. Uh, Philly's in fourth. Fine. Columbus is in fifth. Atlanta's in sixth. That's the upper echelon, right? Those are the top six. Yep. And I, then there's a big drop that. to Nashville. Big drop. And the only the only reason there's a big drop is because Nashville hasn't scored a goal all year. Right? Bro. They have a great defense. They haven't scored any goals except for Hottie Mukhtar. Nope. Uh, and then there's another big drop. And then we get to the the 8-9 game, which is really not going to matter because whoever wins that 8-9 game is going to get thumped in Cincinnati. So who really cares about this last two teams, except if there's a guy in pink uh, as one of the last two teams. So that's what we're going to focus on. Montreal is in 8th. DC's in ninth. Chicago is in 10th. Wow. Charlotte is in 11th. NYCFC is in 12th. Red Bulls are in 13th, and Miami slips down, basically loses a point on the entire field since everybody above them drew. Uh, they lose a game and a point, which is really not good. Like they, they were looking like they were in good shape with eight games to play and six points to make up, and like, okay, we're trucking. Now seven games to play, seven points down. Now we're getting back to like, I kind of need some help territory. Uh, They do play Charlotte a couple times so they can still control their own destiny against Charlotte, which is good, I guess, for them. Um, But they have to win both games. And going to Charlotte is not easy. No, it is not. Because Trippin B will be drunk and he will yell at you. And even if you're the greatest player (laughs) of all time, that will get in your head. Uh, and then there's a team from Canada who is out. Um, Western Conference, St. Louis, trucking along. Trucking. They're doing points. it. You don't believe they're it. They're doing it. They're doing it. Only four ties this year, though, which is crazy. It, I think it's funny that St. Louis and Dallas actually have the same number of losses this year, and one is in first and the other is out of the playoffs. That's incredible to me. Um, Yeah. That, that shows you that how close funny. this league is. Also, the same number of losses as New York City FC, by the way. Uh, Ten losses. Because the East there. is better. The East is better. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Well, LAFC and St. Louis with a big clash. St. Louis can basically effectively clinch the number one seed with a win this weekend or this midweek, I guess, against LAFC. Ooh, big game. Big game. Big game. So once again, an LAFC game is massive. Wow. Shocking. <laughs> I have a feeling LAFC is going to win this and make it a race again. It's going to be, they're going to have a game in hand and be three points down and effectively control their own destiny again. Below them, Seattle, uh, call me when Christian Roldan is not, is not hurt. Vancouver plowing up into a home playoff game up and forth, 41 points, still just two behind LAFC for second place. And then we've got, 
the three uh, amigos that everybody counted out at the beginning of the year, the Fighting Ben Olsons That's down in fifth. Oh. RSL, who is going the wrong way, but they're still in sixth. And San Jose, all tied on 40 points wow. as of right this second. <laughs> as of this moment for right now. This second right now, because there will be games played later. Uh, and then we've got uh, Minnesota. And then Ooh. Portland has snuck hey. their way into the number nine seed. Which is cool. The Good fighting Evanders. Um, one thing of note here, Portland is one point ahead of Kansas City and Dallas, and Dallas has two games in hand. Ooh. So you would hope if Dallas can get a point out of the two games that they would be ahead of Portland. Um, they're also ahead on goal differential. So, yeah. Um, you hope Dallas is still in a playoff spot right now, but they're getting like dangerously close to the line, and Austin is like out of the line now. Yep. Like, Everybody tried to tell me Austin was good. And Who? Who? Here we I need are. I need receipts because uh... Trip and B tried to tell me Austin was good. Okay. Dude, in fairness, this was in the beginning of the year. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. When like okay. we all thought they were good, except me. I didn't okay. think they were good. I don't remember what I said. And then we have the losers of El Trafico, and we have the uh, the Kevin Cabrals. The the, the fighting Kevin. Cabrals. <laughs> the fighting Kevin Cabrals. <laughs> maybe not fighting is maybe fighting is the wrong word. <laughs> the on the field as well Kevin Cabral um, can't find the bag they're not that. tied with Toronto for dead last so hey. they're, they're in a they're in a fight for the uh, for the dead last spot it is the little things sometimes it's just the little things you know but looking at that the game in hand on Toronto too hey there you go hey not that, that that means anything because they'll lose that game in hand but so who's winning the wooden spoon Colorado or Toronto oof that is the my question everybody says, wants to know. My, my gut says it's going to be Toronto, which is crazy. But then that means that they get in, Insigne, Bernadeschi, and Messi next year, which is pretty oh, OP if you ask no. me. Dude, yeah, that, would, that, that would not be very fun. And Javinko, if you believe the training reports. Yeah, what's up with that? What like is are those like real? He's been training with them for like four years, so, so I don't out. know. Whatever, he wants to stay I, yeah, I, I don't know why anyone even thinks he can still play. The dude's like 38. Like, Listen, for any Toronto fans out there, if you're listening and you have a little bit of hope, if there's a little bit of light, I just want you to know that Junior Urso was also training with the team for like two weeks, and then we signed him. So there is hope for you, or yeah. or, or not. You probably don't want him anyway, your team. What is he yeah. going to do? What? What, what is he going to do for you? Nothing. Maybe Nothing. sell a few tickets. That's that's it. Hey, like that's... It's, a, it's a pure nostalgia. It's hey, like... In this economy? When... It's like when baseball teams sign like 45-year-old sluggers just because they used to be really good. And it's like, well, dude's hitting like 180. Like, he sucks. Hey, sometimes that's all you need, right? And that's, you know, at Toronto, don't do it. Y'all, y'all, yeah. Yeah, y'all need to think about the ticket sales, too, you know? Hey, they got to pay for some upgrades because, <laughs> oh, boy, is that team rough. But, again, let us know how y'all feel about our show. Let us know what you want to hear. We're going to hop into... Wednesday slate of games, right? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a little we're gonna do a little something something. We're gonna jump into the Wednesday slate of games. We're gonna go over them. We're gonna talk about them, and then we're gonna come back, and then we're gonna see if we were right or we were wrong, or who knows. This is where we get to look foolish. Yes, because instead see, of saying what has happened, we are now going to try to tell you what is going to happen. Put them and up. that is where you look stupid. Okay, fine. We'll start here with Charlotte in Philadelphia. At 7.30 on Apple TV, of course. Charlotte, Philadelphia, in Charlotte. Who you got for this game? 
Because right so, off the bat, there's yeah. there's no way Charlotte stands a chance against Philly. That's just how uh, I, I don't know about that. Mm. You think there's no chance they stand against Philly? Mm, yes. All right, let me hit you with this. Okay. Charlotte has lost one of its last 12 regular season home matches, <sighs> dating back to March. Ooh. One of their last See, Marty sounded now, foolish. lots of draws in there, so I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if it was a draw. Oh, still not a win. But it's not a loss. Okay. And Miami needs losses. Like, Miami needs this game to go one way and one way only. But we do have Jack McGlynn, so, you know, kind of balances out. Jack McGlynn and Jose Martinez, bangers only. I don't know. When I when I when I look at the Charlotte and Philly matchup, watching Charlotte enough is like they it is just so quick for them to just lose their defensive shape and it kind of just turns into chaos sometimes. At least that's the way that I interpret it and Philly is going to love that. And Philly will capitalize on your mistakes and they will shove it right down your throat. Yeah, home team is one in a shutout every single time. So maybe it's Christian Kalina season here. Hey, coming off a 90. I will admit, I will admit that I do not play Christian. I own a Christian Kalina. I don't play him enough because I don't have that faith in Charlotte. And then I'm continuously wrong and I'm missing out on all the great scores. I actually would not mind starting Christian Kalina this week purely because, you know, Philly's going to take shots. So he's going to get AA and there's like a semi decent chance he gets a shutout. So if he gets a shutout, he's putting up another 90, you know? Okay. Like it's going to be a big score. I like that side. Or of it. he just gets pumped for four, which cool. But I, I, I really like Christian Kalina's matchup this week. Okay, that's fair. I like, like, like you're, you're not wrong. Where he will make those saves, they are really good at home. I've been to Bank of America. It is very. There will very be drunk tripping bees all over the place, dude. It is intense. It is an intense place to play. It is loud. It is bumping. They play the music really loud. They have a wannabe Game of Thrones throne. You love. Oh. Oh yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty fancy. I I was very tempted to run over there and sit in it, but it probably game would have of Charlotte. Ha ha! Game of Crowns. Ooh. Oh, there you go. That's better. All right. Well, let me redeem myself right here and say that after what happened to Columbus this past weekend, uh, they're going to take it out on Chicago, and Chicago mm. was in trouble. It is a home yes. game for Columbus, <laughs> dude. The stats are uh, the stats are pretty uh, one sided on this one. I'm going to say poor Chicago on this one because I feel like they're going to reap. The pure anger that Columbus is going to yeah. have. Start your Diego Rossi's. Start your Cucho's. There, it's full speed ahead. Good, like if if you need a week off of Chris Brady, go find somebody else. You know, it's it could be a rough one. Uh, Columbus is unbeaten in thirteen straight home games against the Fire. Columbus is unbeaten in twelve straight home games in all competitions. And Chicago's gone four straight matches without scoring a goal. So not only is this probably going to be a Columbus win, but Chicago's also can't score anymore, which is cool. And again, this is another Miami game where they need Columbus to win. They don't want draws. And and it'll probably go that way for them. Like I said, I just don't see magically. it. Col- magically. Hey, you never know. Don Garber might uh, make some phone calls and be like, hey, uh, you know what to do? Oi! Oi, 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 oi. DC Atlanta is Atlanta going to be too tired to capitalize on whatever DC is going to be that night? My gut says no. Is there going to be a hangover from just obliterating my inner my Miami? gut says no, but I don't know. I I, I I don't like to predict DC games because 
they just do whatever they want because you never know what you're gonna get they're doing they are a mystery box it's super annoying um atlanta does have dc's number traditionally like okay this is a pretty one-sided rivalry i guess um five atlanta wins in a row over dc united uh none of the 15 regular season meetings have ever ended in a tie so we're probably looking at a win one way or the other i'm calling atlanta Uh, atlanta looks nice i could see that to be fair Atlanta is starting to look nice. And if they can just yeah, continue to hot. do it, it is going to DC. You're in trouble. And, and like what point, I mean, DC is close enough that they're going to be fighting for it. Right. Cause you got to think there's going to be, Oh yeah. There's going to be so much. DC needs every games. point. Yeah. And DC needs every point. They have five games left. They need every point. Mm, tricky, That's the tricky, other tricky. thing. Like you got to look at these teams with games in hand. Yes. It's an advantage, but it's also, you got to play more games in a shorter stretch. Right. So like DC, Yes, they've played one more game than everybody and two more games than some people, but that means they have less games over the next month or however long's left to rest people. So like they just have to full send it every week, you know? All right. And especially at the end of the, it's especially at the end of crunch time too, having that little bit of added rest, like they are gonna be able to capitalize on tired legs. It's been a full season. It gets tiring. As a season ticket holder, I'm not going to lie. Every season around this time, I get to the point where I'm like, I don't even want to go to these games anymore. I just want to stay home. Like I've had like, enough. I've had enough. Like You get tired of it. It's like, I've drank too many beers. It's the travel, the beers, the parking, the walking, the traffic. It's just, it just becomes so much after a while. It's just like, ugh. So I can't imagine running miles and miles on top of all that and getting beat up and taking studs to the knee and just all yes, sorts I'm sure of Christian Benteke is tired of all the beers he's had during regular season games. So inter Miami and Toronto, Toronto is really bad as a soccer team, especially away from away from home. 17 straight winless. That's not good. Only four of those were draws too. Let me add. 13 Let losses. me ask you this, and this is where I want to go with this, and this was the talk of the last couple days. Is Messi going to play this game? And does Messi have an injury nobody is talking about? No, Messi Are doesn't you have sure? an injury. He... Yes, I'm 100% sure. I'm not 100% sure because I'm not, like, in the room. But, like, I'm 90% sure. Like, the dude is, what, 36, 37, and he's just played, like, nine games in four weeks. Like, what? He Come hasn't on. played in like two weeks. Dude, dude had to rest. He hasn't played like, it seems like he hasn't played in two weeks, but he's only missed two games. And one of those was on international yeah, duty. Yeah, exactly. He's been gone for two weeks. At least. He played like last midweek. No. Right? Did he? No. Wasn't, he... That, wasn't that LAFC game like a no. week ago? Maybe. It was on the weekend last that was, week. Yes, it was like, he played that. From, from today, it was like nine days ago. Yeah, it's two weeks. It's a week and a half. Yeah, All right, a week and a half. It's a week and a half. Whatever. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think he has an injury. Um, I think he's just thirty-six and playing in South Florida in August. Like, what did we expect, guys? He's not going to play every single game. Come on. I don't know. He got he got to Argentina and was just like, oh my god, I'm so tired, and just didn't play. It was like, oh, okay, like. You, we need to give him a rest, or else he will, like the wheels will literally fall off. No, he's not hurt though. Will he play in this game? I don't know because maybe Miami thinks they can win this game without. That him. is the camp that I'm in. Like, is 
they play Toronto in the midweek. But that's a dangerous game to play. I mean, it's do you rest him for this? Like, you eventually have to bring him back, right? So, like, do you take Toronto home when you have Orlando on the weekend and Sunday in Orlando, which is a huge rivalry? Like, you got to think. Like, both teams have to be up for this rest game. Rest him for no. that. Actually, rest him for the Orlando. No, I say game. you rest him like, Toronto. Even if he plays against Orlando, you might lose that game anyway. Orlando's good. You're playing yes. on the road. Like, you're still probably not the favorite, even if Messi plays, even if he's fully healthy. You know? Like, I get I, I get it, but like take your points and then just like lose to Orlando and then come back and try to win. Here, the rest. Here's here's the way that you I know? see it. He doesn't take your rest in the game that he you He doesn't know play that. in Toronto. Because you just continue to whatever you want to do with him. Let him full rest. You bring him on the second half in Orlando on Sunday. Because they have the Open Cup final on Wednesday. Which, obviously, they're going to go for that at the trophy. Another reason he should rest on Saturday. Yes. Okay, but he hasn't played with his team. And by the time that game happens, two weeks. Okay, we'll give it the two weeks there. You give him... No, he should play this game, though. I don't think he does. You let him fully rest. You bring him. You bring him on for the second half of Orlando. Let him kind of work his way back into fitness, and then by the time that Wednesday comes around, boom, you're already full back speed, full back used to it. Like give him like 45 to just work his way back into it. Not it's it's messy, bro. He'll be just fine. But he hasn't really ran around in two weeks. Let him just like feel himself back into the team in the second half, which they might lose anyway, and then focus on the open cup. Like my thing is, you can't take someone off for two weeks and expect them to just. Come right back in and everything just start flowing again. Work them in a little bit. Two weeks is not that long to be out for. Even if it's a full two weeks. Like, you realize how many times this season we've had game. We have 29 teams in this league. One team has a bye every single week. You realize every time we haven't had any midweeks back to back that somebody is off, like the whole team is off for two weeks in a row. It's the same time frame. You know, that's literally just one game off for most Yes. You you know what I'm saying? Like you But then why do we make the Are are you smelling I, what I'm do, stepping in? Why do we make the argument like back when we had the bye week in the playoffs, like, oh well, like they get an extra week rest and all of a sudden it's like, oh, the number one seed can't do it after going to the playoffs with the rest. Like, it's the same thing. Well, the only time that that really mattered was the New England time when New England was like great and lost to Atlanta. That year that I think it was COVID, mm-hmm. either 2020 or 2021, when um, New England like set the points record and they were great and they had Carlos Seal and Gustavo and everybody. And then they got beat But that by was Atlanta like three weeks. Because they it? were that was off. Because like, there was an international. Exactly. Yeah. They were off for like four weeks in a row. And it but was anyway, like, okay, when that happened, everybody started time. bringing up every other single situation. It was like, oh, well, they always get the buy. And all the number one seeds that always get the buy end up crashing out of the playoffs and yada, yada, yada. Because. I don't know, man. Like, I'm just repeating what I see on the internet. All right. Granted, I don't. That's normally a very. I don't good thing want to do. Messi to play in Orlando on Sunday because I just it makes it easier for us to get the dub. No, I mean, I really don't think he should play in Orlando. I to be fair. I'm starting him in the Sower in the States challenge. I'm starting him midweek this week, and I am sitting him next week. I'm finding another option for uh, okay for the week. All right. That's, that's brave. That's bold. I. That's just me. It's it's tough because you have to people people forget that Messi is a human being, and uh, he is a person, and you can't that's expect true. him to show up like everyone. Like, how do you? First of all, I'm sorry if I know you, because it does suck. 
But the fact that Miami didn't go and play a sold out Mercedes Benz in Atlanta and all these people spent a bunch of money to see Messi that are Atlanta fans and Miami fans and didn't get to see Messi is incredibly hilarious to me. But But also, it kind of sucks. Somebody's got to be that guy. Like, somebody's got to be that guy. You know? Yeah, like, he cannot play every single game. It's just, it's it's not a thing. You're you're not going to go into Miami in freaking August and play nine games in a month. But that is also on the MLS for using Messi as a marketing play and continuously shoving it, which granted you're going to do anyway. Like it's not knocking them, but that is an indirect effect of that where they created this Messi mania to the point where they just unrealistically were like, yeah, Messi's going to come and play in all these stadiums and sell all these tickets. And like, realistically, he is a human being and it's just not sustainable. Do you know whose fault this really is? The Miami FC. Of the USL. <laughs> because, and I'll, I'll, I'll oh, get yeah. there, just wait. Miami FC should have beaten Inter-Miami. They got to penalties and did not beat them in the Open Cup. Had they won the Open Cup, it would have saved all these extra games that Miami's played. All these rescheduled games that got sent later in the season. And then instead of play, trying to make up like seven games to get back to normal, they would just be making up like League's Cup like the last week of league's cup and that would be it and they'd be instead of being three games behind everybody they'd be like one game behind yeah you know it's the miami fc's fault and pittsburgh riverhounds fc beat them for it this week okay all right there and we are still in first place and that is my weekly pittsburgh riverhounds i love it all right real quick because somehow we just always end up on this stupid miami and messy tangent if you were (laughs) you secretly love no i really you secretly do. I, you know what? I'm here for the context. This is what people you'll never what people it. want to talk about. As a Miami fan, are you happy with two trophies and no playoffs, or would you rather sacrifice the Open Cup, which most people don't care about anyway, and then shoot for the playoffs and try to win them both? Trophy, 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 trophy. So All you day. say, you say, even though, season, who cares? even though it's Let's literally a. Yes, it is literally a meaningless trophy because they're already in Champions League. So, like, it means nothing right. to them outside of holding up a right. trophy at the end. Um, I still think they should go for the trophy just because it's a trophy. And it's not, like, a meaningless trophy. It is yeah. the oldest club. It's, like, the oldest competition yeah, like in the United, United States. US, like, yeah. It's like 114 years old. I didn't say I thought it was meaningless. I'm just, most soccer, people soccer do not wise. care about the Open Cup. No, but even, I mean, teams in the MLS don't even care like, about the Open Cup. Until like the quarterfinals. Yeah. And then they if they get there by chance, and I think, because they don't care. I think that, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. But now we're in the finals. Yeah. Like, you care, obviously. So, okay. Now, will it matter because they're playing the Fighting Ben Olsons? Mm, that's a mm, better question. Can they do it? The Fighting Ben Olsons will have a plan for, for young Leo. Don't you worry. Okay, so. In this scenario, Hector Herrera. Hey, ache, ache. Herrera. This is going to be like Atletico against Barca. I love it's it. Be great. I'm, I'm so here for it. I love the Ben Olsons. So, all right. Give me this one. If Miami loses the Open Cup and misses the playoffs, are people angry? Or are they still just happy that they won League's Cup? Um, I think they're probably somewhat disappointed. Right. But they don't but care. Especially they if Miami continues to be really good and like misses by right. a point or two. Like, I mean, they were in a big <laughs> hole. Like, we all knew how, like, how impossible this was going to be. 
and the fact that we're even talking about this is like semi potentially possible, I think is a testament to like, I think any Miami fans going to be like, okay, well, we were just in too big a hole this year. This next year is going to be crazy. And it very well might be like, they might be, they might be the best team ever, or they might be the retirement homes league and all the wheels will fall off in like May of next year. I mean, it's, I don't know, but yeah, I, I don't think, I, I don't think I'd be mad if I were a supporter and they just crash out of everything at this point. Um, I think I'd be disappointed, but, not you have messy. <laughs> at the end of the day, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, if not this year, next year, and and then I'm and then I'm a Colorado fan because you know Messi's going Let's there. Let's go, next. Messi to the wooden spoon or Toronto Winner. at this point. Messi to the wooden spoon. Toronto, maybe. I don't know, man. Dude, the whole the whole story yep. is just so intriguing at this point, and it's more intriguing just like watch everybody cry about the fact that Messi's here with Miami. That's my favorite part. All of it. Moving on to Montreal and Cincinnati, which traveling to Montreal ain't always the easiest. Can Montreal pull up an upset here yeah. against Cincinnati? Yeah, I mean Montreal's been a big, a bit of a bugaboo for Cincinnati traditionally, but I guess a lot of teams have been bugaboos <laughs> for Cincinnati traditionally because they've never really been right? that good. Uncharted um, territory here. The the weird part here, Montreal has just two wins in their last eight home That's matches, weird. which is pretty crazy. Uh, they started out the year winning eight straight from April to June, but since then they've been like completely blanked at Stad Saputo. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think I think Lucho's back. I think since he takes care of business, but. We'll see. It, it it might be, in all fairness, it might be time for Cincy to just start putting the brakes on a little bit, like start resting some guys for playoffs. Because, right. like, realistically, you want to do that now and then give them, like, the last two or three games to, like, get right. back into it. You want to run into the playoffs. You, know? you don't want to start at the playoffs. Exactly. So, like, you just rest everybody now, give them, like, the next three games off, and then, like, the last three games they can kind of get back into it a little bit. So... Yeah, I don't know. It depends on how since he plays it, but I still think since he's a pretty heavy favorite, even even if I agree. Where uh, we, we've kind of talked about the project that's building in Montreal, I just don't think they're there yet, and I think they know that, and they're kind of just work, working through some things. You know, they are kind of just getting it done. Us, uh, this is perfect for Cincinnati to really solidify that lead, and uh, yeah, I agree. Cincinnati should be able to get it done with Lucho back in the starting eleven. Orlando and NYCFC. You ain't got no history. <laughs> mm, except a very tiny <laughs> banner. Um, so NYC has only won three of its last 24 matches in all competitions, yeah. which is not good the last time They're that bad. I checked. Um, but, but, mm, but Orlando and NYC always draw each other. So it is, it is always a. Sp- let down on the road after a big win. For those for who don't know who are maybe listening to this or overseas and are just getting into the MLS, Orlando City and NYCFC came into the league the same year. The season opener was against each other. Ever since then, it has been nonstop back and forth with NYCFC. There's really not a lot of like separation from these two teams. It is always constantly back and forth. Mm-hmm. Typically a draw. Uh, I've had some really important moments in different scenarios and open cups playoffs all this fun stuff always nycfc seems to happen there i 
can tell you right now, I do not know how I feel about this game. If I were them, after everything that happened in Columbus, you got to know these boys are tired. They exerted themselves. They laid it all out on the field. I think this NYC, this trip to rest NYCFC them. is a perfect opportunity to completely rest everybody, play your kids, let everybody relax, take on Miami on Sunday at home. Because I think the way that we got knocked out of League's Cup by Miami duo left a sour taste. Easily, everybody could agree we were the better player. I think they want to win this game. We've taken down Cincinnati. We've taken down St. Louis. We've taken down Columbus. If we can take down a Miami with mess, we'll lose to Miami you in shut the playoffs. Your mouth. <laughs> I think that this game is really. It's okay. Miami can't get to the seven seed. So I think you're this good. game is really important. <laughs> you're not for getting the boys to one either. I say play the kids, rest them all. If we lose to NYCFC, it doesn't matter anyway. I say you just take the rest, and like you were saying, rest them now, get it out of the way, and then just take the rest of the season by the horns and uh, shoot for the MLS Cup. Love it. Austin, New York Red Bulls. I don't want to watch anything about this game. I don't even want to think about this nope. game. We're not I even going to talk about it. We're not even going to talk about Whatever, it. Whatever, y'all. <laughs> Who cares? Neither one of these teams is making the playoffs. Moving on. Chris! The game of the weekend, which might be game of the week. Do you Here take the fighting Ben Olsons or the Vanny Sartinis? Oh man. Who is it gonna be? Who comes out on top in this game? Granted, Coco Carisquia will be missing due to yellow card accumulation. So Houston will be missing a few players. Not I will by not be able to find his hair on the he field. He will not. But it is a home game for Houston. Vancouver's on the road, but Houston's gonna inadvertently rotate a little bit with some suspensions and some injuries. And Vancouver is kind of nice right now. Who do you have taken this game? I will go for the Fighting Ben Olsen simply because they are at home. No other reason. I think these two teams would be fun on any given night. You, sir, are a smart mm. man, according to the oh, statistics. Oh, yay, look at me. I know something. It only um, took me like six games, but we got here. The home side has only lost one of the 21 all-time meetings. Between oh, wow, these I didn't know teams. it was that deep. Yes. So it is almost always a home team, either win or draw. Um, and yeah, I mean, I could see win for Houston. I could see a draw. Vancouver going on the road and getting a win at the Fighting Ben Olsen seems like a little bit of a stretch. Yes. So I would, I, I, I could would agree see with that. that. It's either a draw or I think Houston takes all three. Either way, it should be a fun. It's going to be like drunk. It's going to be drunk MLS. I feel like that game is just going to be, it's going to be drunk. Oh, it's yeah. going to be awesome. Peach. <laughs> Oh, also, 16 of those 21 games have been home Ooh, team wins. there you go. There it so, is. Not a lot of draws in this Fighting Ben Olsen's Kansas City and Nashville will be clashing. The clash of mm -hmm. the barbecue. The barbecue clash. Nashville can't score goals, but they do have Sam Surge, and Kansas City has the boy, Tim Melia. I feel like if it was any, this is going to be like a nil-nil draw. So... To be fair, I think Nashville does have good barbecue, but they're known for their Nashville hot chicken. So I don't. I think barbecue. I think we're gonna have to go with Sporting Kansas City. Okay, fair. You know, just just from a pure barbecue flavor perspective, their sauce is better than just like hot sauce, which is kind of what Nashville has. Uh, um, yeah, I love my hot sauce, boy. Yeah, that's really all I have on this game. It's just a barbecue breakdown. Okay. Yep. The battle of the BBQs. Chicken could be barbecue, whatever. Yeah. St. Louis LAFC, which would also be a candidate for game of the weekend. Uh, this could be an all-out shootout. No. It is in St. Louis. 
does LAFC have what it takes yes. to travel to St. Louis and battle for the top of the Western Conference? Maybe? No? Hmm? I think... I mean, I hate to pick against St. Louis again. Yeah, really? But I'm picking against St. Louis really? again. LAFC has won all seven regular season matches against expansion mm. teams, including a 3 nothing win over St. Louis City this they July. So they have not even ever drawn a game. They're seven. They've outscored those teams seventeen to one in those uh, seven games. So it's normally not close, and I think this will be a lot closer than that. But LAFC just kind of beats beats teams that are new for whatever. Not reason. only teams that are new, teams that play a high line and high press on That's the new. counter when you have people like Buanga who is going to completely make that run behind the line. They are going to be exposed. It could get ugly if St. Louis does not is, I don't know. Tim Parker's always out. If Tim Parker's out again, like always, they are in a lot, a lot of trouble. So if he is, if he's not LAFC has all the weapons to completely decimate the St. Louis team. It should be a fun one, but it could also get completely out of hand if St. Louis has one of those nights. So I agree. I will go LAFC on this one. Yeah, I mean, I hate picking against the number one seed all the time, but I we're you do clearly don't hate it because you continue to do it. So clearly, I don't like it because I keep being wrong, Ooh. but it's fine. Colorado, Seattle. <laughs> so the fun stat about this rivalry is that Seattle has the most wins over the Rapids of any team in MLS over another team in MLS since they joined the MLS. And I said MLS a lot there, so you know that's a good stat. Um, they've won 24 of the 36 all-time meetings. This has been a very one-sided rivalry. Um, Kevin Cabral will, we think, be on the field. We do not expect that he will make a big impact in this game, though. So it will be a quintessential Kevin Cabral afternoon in Seattle. Actually, I think it's in Colorado. but It is. It'll also be a, a Kevin Cabral afternoon in Seattle as well. I don't know. As down as I am on Seattle, a lot of the times, uh, yeah, Colorado's just down way worse. Even in elevation, all those excuses that you can make for a Colorado team, it is not going to happen. I, you have Seattle on this one. Could probably keep the clean sheet. Would you be surprised? Would you be surprised if Kevin Cabral actually showed up to Lumen Field in Seattle for this game and was actually in the wrong stadium? I would be a little surprised at that, but I wouldn't be surprised if he kicked the ball and it landed in that stadium. So. And he still missed the goal. Oh yeah, it's yeah. It's some of those sky balls, you know. Some some would say they're still going. Some would say they're still going. Kevin Cabral, boy, does he have a foot on him? He really just wants to be an astronaut. That was his <laughs> life. Go to dream. Houston then. <laughs> oh, I see, what see what I did, did there. there. RSL and Yikes. Dallas, another team, another battle of the mids. Salt Lake on the way down. Dallas. It's questionable just all the time. I really don't have a feel on a game like this. Uh, where is it? Hmm. I'll, I'll go with Dallas on this one simply because just I'm I'm just really down on RSL right now. No, that's just the way I feel. So give me the stats. Make me sound I right. I think you should be. You should. You well. I'm gonna make you sound Dang dumb it. on this one. Uh, RSL has actually won five of its last seven home games. Mm. Which is crazy because it doesn't feel like specifics. that. Like that, that is true. That that is a true stat. Uh, FC Dallas, on the other hand, 
has won three of its last 15 regular season games. So Dallas is in more of a downward spiral than RSL is. RSL is also at home. RSL also has Chico Rongo. RSL also is at home. And that means a lot. That that does mean a lot. It, okay. it does. I don't have a feel on these two teams. When it comes to Dallas, and I've said it, and it's been that way for years, I don't know what it is, but nothing about Dallas excites me. Nothing about Dallas makes me want to yep. watch Dallas. I watched Dallas a little bit this weekend because I had the Paul Areola. <laughs> Even then, I was like, I don't want to watch this. Well, <laughs> I, like, I don't, I don't want to watch anymore. Watch it was just, oh, God, I'm sorry, FC Dallas fans. I'm sure you're great as people and fans. Your team, I just cannot get behind. Sure, I'll go with the RSL. You got the stats. To be fair, to be fair, Dallas is good against RSL directly. See? They've only lost three of their last 14. But current form-wise and home field-wise, we think Okay, RSL. fair enough. Probably a low score. Most game. likely, 100%. Now, yeah. this game, LA Galaxy and Minnesota. Minnesota. I'm going to continue to root for Minnesota as much as I can because I have become a Minnesota homer this year, which inadvertently across the season have built a Minnesota stack somehow. Unintentionally. Not on purpose, but I got one. I ran it for the most part against this LA Galaxy team who continue to lose players to injuries. They're just not really that good, period. And we've said it again. We've said it again. We've said it a million times, and we'll say it one more time. If Ricky Push is not getting it done, they're not making it happen. It's not really happening for this LA team. And uh, yeah, I, I really don't think they'll get it done. And I think Minnesota will kind of steal this one. And Minnesota needs it. They both need it. Minnesota I needs mean, it more. The Galaxy uh, the Galaxy are out if they Yeah, Minnesota has more firepower. Um, whereas Minnesota is like, Minnesota has more time left to kind of make that back up. Um, the Galaxy are unbeaten in six straight home matches, which is, you know, not a long run, but it's something. Uh, Minnesota lately has been dominating the Galaxy. Uh, they are unbeaten in their last four head-to-head. So, Minnesota's been dominating like every game they've been playing. Way. They just can't win them. They can't find the back of yeah. the net right now. They are in a dry spell. I guess Jonathan Bond might be easy to break that spell. Just saying. Billy Sharp. Billy Sharp. Billy Sharp. Old man Sharp. Billy Sharp. Okay. Are you are you one of the are you a hater? Are you a hater of that chance? I love it. I think it's great. I'm a hater just because that's now gonna be in my head for the next three days. Yes. So I appreciate you. If I don't get a video of you and watching I'm... this LA Minnesota game, just screaming at the top of your lungs, <laughs> <laughs> Billy Sharp, I'm gonna be pissed. Billy Sharp, do, 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 do. yeah, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. It's over. Yeah. LA Galaxy. We'll, we'll see you next year. What? That's the way I feel about it at this point. Mm, I don't know. I think this is. I think this is their last chance. I think they have one more chance. Right. They can win this game. They're not dead yet. All right. So you're holding out. It's like that. It's like the um, what is it? Monty mm. Python. Not dead yet. Okay. Oh, look at you! Look at you with those references. Oh, oh. that's a great all, movie. All by the way. old heads will get it. Oh man, what a throwback! That's incredible. Me. Well, let's speak of some more old heads with these old teams like San Jose and Portland. Okay, San Jose and Portland. Mm. What a match this is! This will be a match. Talk about do or die playoff matches. I this will give the Portland one. the upper edge in this, being that this game is in Providence Park, one of 
the number one destination yeah. on my list of MLS parks to visit. Portland and San Jose, Evander, new coach bump. Portland has been kind of finding their form a little bit against the San Jose, who is another one of those teams who you never know what you're going to get. Just depends on the night, depends on the day. And uh, I got Portland winning this one. I feel like Portland might want it more. I feel like they have more to prove right now. And uh, yeah, that's just the way I feel. So Portland will be trying to avoid MLS history, in this Ooh, game, which is avoid. pretty sick. What are they avoid avoiding? MLS history. San Jose only has two road wins this season. Ooh. At Vancouver, at Ooh. Seattle. Interesting. That's it. No team in MLS history has beaten all three Cascadia teams away. Ever. So if San Jose can get this win, they will make MLS history. Okay. Now... MLS history tells us that they're not getting this win because Portland is unbeaten in 16 all-time matches at home against San Jose, including 12 wins. This is not the Portland. So this true, but it kind of is because they always do this. We get to August and we're like, oh, this team sucks. And here comes Portland. So it kind of is a Portland of old. Like they're kind of getting into the groove now. They're in a playoff spot technically, although Dallas has two. The worst part, the worst part is that you've like literally thrown that in, I think, every episode since we like started doing this again. That you've just been like, I don't know. And they're gonna come back at the end of the year. They always do. And I'm like, oh we always (laughs) they look really bad. This happens every year, man. I don't I don't know why we're I don't know why we're surprised. I don't know why we expect something different. Portland always beats San Jose at home, but if for some miracle, San Jose pulls this one out. It will be MLS history. Simply for the fact that it could be a historic win. I almost want to be like, you know what, San Jose, just go ahead and get it done. But I kind of want to root for Portland now. I don't know. Evander and Felipe Mora have each scored three goals since the League's Cup has ended. Um, which is Which incredible. is when they fire the coach, right? Like they've both, they've both kind of like started actually. Playing, I'm telling you, it had to have been a coach thing, or it had to have been some locker room thing where they just, they just weren't over it. And, but it also, and I don't remember if I said this in the last episode or not. Uh, after watching Evander, he has that like personality or that like kind of like the way he like just goes around the pitch just seems very just lackadaisical and like he just doesn't care and like does he doesn't want to be there but then he gets the ball and it just like turns on and just like makes some magic happen so it's one of those things where you like watch him and you're just like all right bro like it almost makes you not want to like really like him or it makes you want to like have a differing opinion of him but then he's class it's there and uh now that he's actually showing like he uh <laughs> wants to try and win apparently uh portland's a little sneaky sneak Maybe he was the perfect Portland player oh. all along. Shows up at the end only. That and that's big brain. Talk about yeah, talk about it. big brain plays. That's it. Chris, we talked a lot. That was a lot. We did talk we a lot. This is what happens when MLS smashes all these games in these midweeks. We and just, just think, keep talking. We we over here. We're going to talk more on Thursday. We're going to talk more on Thursday because we're coming at you with the live stream. And Chris, what are we doing? It's kind of your idea. Tell them. Tell the world. 
I don't remember. Can you remind me? Um, no. So we're gonna do like a little, you know. So we're in the states lineup show preview. We're both gonna set lineups. Yeah. We're gonna if if you join us live at a time to be determined because we didn't talk about that before the show. If you join us live at TBD, then we will maybe answer some of your lineup questions as well, and there may be special incentives whoa don't give them don't give them the, too much buddy what are you doing yeah that well you know that's what? all i'm saying and i was thinking about there will be long incentives so i was thinking about this right because we mentioned it before we were like hey we kind of want to do live do we have more european listeners do we have more american listeners when should we do it guess what i have your solution we don't know because none of you reached out so here's what's what we're gonna do you're gonna go on social medias you're gonna hit whatever alert bell or whatever notification thing there is you're going to turn them on so that when we do go live you know and guess what if you're the first one in you're the first one to say hello you might get something nice or not or don't be there you know what i don't know but yeah thursday we cannot make your life no we cannot all we can tell you on thursday at tbd thursday tbd that's That's it it. that's the tweet that's it that's the tweet 